right, thank you all for tuning in to WJC 98.3 FM, your voice and music, your station, and where change happens. Um, my name is Jeff Badu, and I'm a parallel entrepreneur and a wealth multiplier. I'm the founder and CEO of Badu Enterprises LLC, which is a multinational conglomerate in the finance industry. Um, and what we do is we provide a suite of financial services, including um, our tax firm, Badu Tax Services, uh, where we do tax preparation, tax planning, and tax representation for individuals and businesses across all 50 states in the U.S. And we have clients in over um, 15 countries at the moment. On top of that, we are um, we do financial coaching, credit repair, property tax appeals, and other financial services of that nature. My purpose in life is to inspire and support the super hungry to take hold of infinite resources in order to create an abundant lifestyle. Um, and quick shout out, check out the book, Infinite Expansion, How to Infinitely Expand Your Vision of Abundance. Um, it's available on Amazon. That is a book about my purpose, about my story, and just um, how to create abundance in your life, how to always infinitely expand your mind and how to think more, how to be more. We can always do more, be more, give more, and live more. With that, let's. Um, today's topic is on tax refund tips. So just giving you a few tips and tricks. Um, tax season is shortly, shortly, shortly upon us. And um, a lot of people will be getting refunds. Unfortunately, some people won't be getting refunds. Uh, but basically, what are some things that you can do if you do get your hands on a tax refund? Um, so basically going through that and just, yeah, just making sure that we talk through some of these things. So with that, let me actually turn on this light here behind me so we can get just a little bit more lighting in here. Um, let's start off with a market report. This report is as of January 29th, 2021. Man, it's 2021. It's crazy, and it's already February. Happy Black History Month, by the way. Um, it's February 1st. It's the first day of the month. What are you going to do to change the things in your life that may not be going as well? What are you going to do in order to expand, in order to do better, to get better, to live more, to give more? Um, so basically... Um, what I'm starting to do now is I'm starting to challenge people when it comes to certain things because that is a part of my purpose after all. So January 29, 2021, equities were mixed to begin last week. The global Dow went down 0.6%. Um, and then the Russell 2000 went down 0.3%. And the Dow went down 0.1%. And they all lost value. The S&P 500 advanced 0.4% on the day. And the NASDAQ also went up 0.7%. Um, the S&P 500 is composed of the top 500 companies in the U.S., including our beloved Tesla. And then the NASDAQ is composed mainly of technology stocks, such as Apple, Microsoft, um, Google, Tesla, Amazon, companies of that nature, and also Facebook as well. Technology consumer staples... Real estate and utilities led the sectors. Investors may have pulled away from stocks following uncertainty over President Biden's stimulus plan. For those that don't know, there's a big stimulus package that has been proposed and it's out there. 
um, and has not been passed yet. But news of, of, of a new um, aggressive COVID-19 strain, holy cow, foreign travel restrictions into the United States and then and word that a major pharmaceutical company had stopped working on its COVID vaccine program altogether. I mean, that's crazy. Only the global Dow edged higher last Tuesday. So that's what happened on Monday. Last Tuesday, um, a day that saw investors take profits from record-setting equities, small caps, which led, which had been soaring, um, fell back, pulling the Russell 2000 down 0.6%. The S&P 500 dropped 0.2%, while both the NASDAQ and the Dow inched down 0.1%. Crude oil prices and the dollar gave back Monday's gains, while the yield on 10-year treasuries was unchanged. Among the sectors, real estate consumer staples and communication services fared the best, while energy materials and financial, financials and industrials ultimately fell. A less than optimistic assessment from the Federal Reserve sent stocks reeling last Wednesday. Each of the benchmark indexes fell sharply, led by the NASDAQ and the S&P 500, which each lost 2.6%. So actually, the stock market was down three days in a row now, you know, as of last Wednesday. So let's continue. While the Dow fell 2.1%, the Russell 2000 and the Global Dow each dropped 1.9%. Prices for Treasury notes spiked, pulling yields lower by 2.5%. Crude oil prices and the dollar gained. All of the sectors fell with communication services, healthcare, and materials the hardest hit. Investors looked for value buys last Thursday, taking advantage of lower stock prices. Following Wednesday's sell-off, the large caps of the, Rus of the Dow and the S&P 500 both rose 1% while the NASDAQ and the global Dow each advanced 0.5%. So ultimately, the market went back up last Thursday. The small caps of the Russell 2000 edged down 0.1%. Industrials, healthcare, com communication services, financials, and materials performed well last Thursday. Treasury yields climbed 4.2%, while crude oil prices and the dollar ultimately fell. So last Thursday was pretty good in the market. We definitely needed it because it, it was pretty rocky um, at the beginning of the week. Then let's talk about what happened Friday. The week saw a new type of market risk due to cyberbullying, a scenario where retail investors, <laughs> this is insane, um, acting together online agreed to buy certain stocks, which can create extreme volatility in certain stocks and sectors. So you might have heard of GameStop. You might have heard of um, Today is Actually Silver. I mean, they're just manipulating the market like crazy. Ultimately, the week closed on a sour note for stocks as each of the benchmark indexes essentially lost value. Um, the Dow, the NASDAQ, and the Global Dow each fell 2%. The S&P 500 finished down 1.9%. The Russell 2000 dropped 1.6%. Treasury yields and the dollar closed up while crude oil prices dropped um, all of the market sectors finished the day in the red led by energy which plunged 3.4 percent so we had some folks buying 
buying up some stock of um, companies like GameStop and that basically drained the market quite a bit and so that's um, that's pretty much what happened there so it wasn't it definitely wasn't a good week for the stock market I can tell you that and it was caused by things such as um, retail investors basically destroying the market with their GameStop stock and then also you had other factors such as basically nobody knows when the new stimulus package will be passed um, of course the Democrats pretty much run everything in the um, at the White House and then also you had other things like COVID-19 cases going up vaccines not looking too promising I mean it's it's quite quite a lot for people to take in so it makes sense why the market was down but keep your head high the market what goes up uh, must come down what comes down must go right back up so always keep that in mind each of the benchmark indexes essentially lost value last week the Russia 2000 which had gotten off to a very positive start to the um, to the new year suffered the largest drop falling 4.4 percent followed by the global Dow the Nasdaq the S&P 500 and the Dow the dollar and crude oil prices closed slightly ahead while gold prices dipped lower for the third consecutive week 10-year treasury yields ended the week where they began year-to-date the Russell 2000 and the Nasdaq are the only indexes I'm not surprised by the Nasdaq by the way it's the tech stocks when you're at home watching zoom and all that they have an effect on the market so tech stocks such as zoom all within the Nasdaq are the only indexes still in the black the national average retail price for gasoline prices was at two dollars and um, and 39 cents and it's point one three point zero one three dollars higher and then also let me see here crude oil imports imports into the US average 5.1 million barrels per day for the week ended January 2nd 22nd a decrease of 1.1 million barrels per day from the previous week so the US is just importing a bunch of stuff and that's probably why you know things are kind of looking the way it is is that the US government is in such deep debt because we don't really produce a whole lot I mean there is stuff we do produce but on a massive scale we don't produce a whole lot so far this year, the Dow Jones is down 2.04%. The NASDAQ is up 1.42%. S&P 500 is down 1.11%. Russell 2000 is up 5%. The Global Dow is down 0.91%. Federal funds rate, interest rates are dead 0%. Ten-year treasuries are 1.09%. The U.S. dollar is trading at $90.57. Crude oil is at $52.17 and then gold is at $1847.30 that went down by um by 33 um 0.33%. What to look for this week? The latest information on the employment situation for January is the most noteworthy report out this week. December saw the number of jobs decrease by 140,000, so we see that job growth is not too much there. While unemployment rate was at 6.7%, 
figures directly tied to a spike in COVID-19 cases. So there's more COVID-19 cases out there, which is leading people to not be able to go to work. And shout out to those who are in Chicago, because boy, we had quite a storm this past weekend. Um, now that was a storm. I woke up, couldn't even go to church yesterday, because basically the snow covered up the basically the whole car, um, which is quite insane. So Chicago is, man, it's tough. It's a tough place to be, I should say. So let's talk about how to make the most out of your tax refund. So today's discussion is on tax refund. Happy tax season. Tax season doesn't officially kick off until February 12, 2021. However, you can still submit your tax return. It just won't be accepted by the IRS until February 12, 2021, and no sooner than that. Refunds will be out two weeks after that. You know, so ultimately, just keep that in mind. Um, refunds don't get released until two weeks at the soonest, two weeks after the February 12th. So most people won't be getting their refunds until early March. And if you have earned income credit, American Opportunity, I'm sorry, earned income credit, child tax credit, it might be an even later time. Um, somebody asked a question, hey, why can't I find your PVP interview? And that's because it's not on Instagram or Facebook. It's posted on a different platform. And please reach out to Jerry. Shout out to Jerry. Um, Jerry and I did a webinar a few, um, actually last week. I believe it was last Thursday, if my memory serves me right. And there was a lot of people that came. I mean, there were a thousand people that signed up. And it was about 400 people that showed a um, lot of people, a lot, a lot of people. I've never seen so many people on a webinar before in my life, to be honest. But we did a PPP loan, Paycheck Protection Program loan webinar. You can feel free to check it out. Um, reach out to Jerry. She'll be able to send it to you. You know, shout out, big shout out to Jerry. And we'll be sure to get it to you. But tax, tax refund. Of course, if you need a tax preparer, or if you need somebody to do your taxes, Badu Tax Services is always willing and able to accept good clients, of course. Good clients, you know. Um, and we're able to do your taxes for you seamlessly. We have a virtual tax preparation process, state-of-the-art technology. And we're able to get it done for you in a nice and efficient way. You don't ever have to come into the office. You don't even need to mail your documents, physically sign anything. You just do it. We do it all virtually. Shoot us an email at support at badutaxservices.com and we'll take care of you. That's S-U-P-P-O-R-T, support at badu, B-A-D-U, taxservices.com. Send us an email. Let us know that you need help with your taxes. A team member will reach out to you and we'll, we'll get you taken care of. No problem. You know, our average turnaround time now is three to five business days. It's actually sooner now because we're not in the heat of tax season. I mean, the heat of tax season really begins in about two weeks, and it's gonna—it's about to get hot, really, really hot. I mean, it's already been hot since January 2nd, like right after the New Year holiday, but it's about to get smoking hot um, in the tax world. There's a lot of things, a lot of changes, tax refunds, um, stimulus checks, PPP, EIDL, unemployment, I mean, there's so much that changed, and we actually had a segment. So if you didn't catch the segment 
last week we did a segment on tax season changes that you should be aware of. And so please check that out. We're actually doing another one on this Thursday from 12 to 1. Feel free to send us an email. We'll be able to get you the details on that. But we're doing another webinar on tax. Um, we're doing our, our last sort of um, tax tips webinar um, before we get into tax season. So please check that out. If you're on our newsletter, this information will be dispersed tomorrow. So our newsletters go out the first Tuesday of every month. So you will get something. All right, let's get right into it. Um, so tax refund. So what happens when you get a tax refund? Keep in mind that although your tax refund is essentially your own money, there are many ways to maximize its utility. When you receive a tax refund, it's nothing more than the government basically repaying you for money you overpaid to them. It's not new money. It's basically old money. It's your own money that you sent to them. And since you overpaid, they're refunding you the money. That's what a tax refund is. They're refunding you the money you overpaid. It's not magic money that just came out of nowhere. Now, if you receive the earned income tax credit, the child tax credit, or the American Opportunity Tax Credit, and now stimulus check, or the Economic Recovery Rebate Credit, then that's new money. That's new money being created. That wasn't necessarily your money. You just had to file a tax return, and now it's coming into your bank account. So a tax refund, in basically, in summary, is really your own money. But there are many ways to maximize its utility, meaning you can make more money from it, not just spend it, buy Jordans, shoes, and all that stuff. Um, there's ways to, put, to really put it to good use. Always remember that not receiving a tax refund is actually the most ideal situation. So if you don't get a tax refund, that means you did a good job. Assuming you filed your taxes right. It means that the government didn't cheat you, basically. They didn't give you, or you didn't give them, an interest-free loan. Instead, you kept your money. Hopefully, you invested it. You bought real estate, stocks, whatever it was. GameStop stock, whatever it was that you bought. Um, so, just understand that not getting a refund, coming out to zero at the end of the year, is the best situation possible. Meaning you don't owe too much money, and shout out to Lily. Um, you don't owe too much money. You don't owe, or you know, you, you're not due a big refund. It's the most ideal scenario to not get a tax refund. Yes, you heard that right. Most people, unfortunately, spend it unnecessarily. Um, spending impulse, you get money, and yes, it is yours. You go online, you find that shoe you like. Next thing you know, they send you a 20% coupon to three more shoes. Next thing you know, they send you more coupons, and then the tax refund is gone. Just like that. Just spending impulse. Just getting money and just spending it. Well, I'll show you a trick to avoid this, you know, this habit, this terrible habit of spending impulse. Um, so basically, the tax refund can be spent. It can be saved, invested, used to pay down debt, or even donated. Some tax refunds are large enough to make a significant impact. I kid you not, I had a client who had a tax refund of $40,000 once. And I was like, holy cow, that's a lot of money that you can do something with. I mean, that can get you a rental property, a four-unit, 
using an FHA loan, Federal Housing Administration loan. That can get you a, um, I mean, that, that can get you a conventional loan. That's a pretty nice down payment on a property. So these tax refunds can definitely make a big difference. So the first thing you can do, which unfortunately a lot of people do, is spend it. You know, so with that being said, as previously stated, most people spend their tax refunds, unfortunately. They get it, gone. Get it, gone. Um, this can leave them with nothing to save, nothing to show for. And it is a bad, terrible way to start off the new year where you're expecting this big lump sum. Man, can you imagine? You've lost your job, something has happened. You get this big check. And it's like you can do something really good with it. And then that ad pops up saying, buy, buy these shoes, buy these clothes. Um, nothing wrong with buying shoes and clothes, but you, I think you get the point. And that if you don't need it, like you got a whole closet full of shoes and clothes, you don't need more clothes. It's that simple. As a matter of fact, where are you even going with these clothes? You're quarantined, probably. You know, a lot of things we're doing is virtual. When you hop on your Zoom, get you a nice shirt, a nice suit jacket. You can keep on the pajamas or you can you can throw on um, some, some nice pants. For me, I like to be pretty comfortable whenever I speak to clients and everything like that. I'm usually fully dressed up um, just because it, it just gives me that um, sort of that, that speech, that confidence that I need in order to deliver whatever it is I need to deliver. If I'm in boxers or joggers or whatever it is, I can't, I can't effectively deliver a speech or deliver a presentation. It just doesn't feel right, you know. So I have to be, for me, personally, when I when I present, when I feel at my my best, is if I have my my fully clothed, fully business business ready um, clothes on me. And Lily said, going from the bedroom to the living room. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've actually had, I've been working from home for five years now. And literally, it's for me going from my bedroom to basically to the office, which is right across from me. I've been working from home in my home office for five years now. My office is literally a few steps away from me. Um, and so, yeah, nowadays it's virtual. So what do you really have to, <laughs> I mean... Maybe maybe there's a reason why you're buying a lot of clothes and shoes, but man, when you don't really have, you're not going to the clubs. The clubs are closed, basically, especially in Chicago. I mean, it's cold outside. You're not going to the bars. Restaurants just reopened in Chicago at 25% capacity. You're not really going there. We just had a big snowstorm this past weekend, so just think about it. Always be conscious of your spending. We got about, uh, let's do about 10 more minutes, actually, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. One way is to split your refund into two. So the IRS now allows you to split the refund where one money goes from one pot. You know, it, the, the tax refund can go into your savings account, preferably, I recommend. And then maybe the other half go into your spending or your splurge account. So the way you can do this is you, you should have a savings account. Everybody listening right now should have a savings account. You have your savings account for your um, 50%, it goes straight in. And then the other 50% goes into your spending or checking account. Now, if you want, 
you can say, you know what? I can save all of this. Or I can invest all of this. No problem at all. More power to you if you can do that. So you use half of it for something fun and maybe the other half for saving or investing. And this is for those who are not in the habit of investing. They're maybe not in the habit of saving money, stashing money away. So if you're new to the game, then this is a habit you can implement. Auto, the key to really being successful is auto and implementing. Right, so that's, um, that's something to keep in mind. Now, another thing that you can do is you can save the tax refund. So you, you can certainly save it. This is what I actually recommend you do is you can save the refund. When I say save it, I mean the entire amount. So you can choose. It is a choice that you have to make. A lot of things in life are a choice. So you can choose to save, basically, beef up your emergency savings, especially nowadays. You should have at least three to six months of your living expenses or necessary expenses saved in the bank at all times. So if your expenses are 1000 a month, you should have at least three to $6,000 saved cash in the bank that you can use for emergencies. As we know, COVID-19 was a massive emergency. Nobody saw it coming. And look where we are now. A lot of people have been depleted, unfortunately. So I feel if you put yourself in a position to save and stash the money away, I think you'd be in a better position financially as it relates to COVID-19. So with this, you can have the money, simple, directly deposit into the savings account. You don't even see it. Most savings accounts, you don't even see it. So just have it directly deposited there, and you won't even think that you can spend the money because you don't even see the money. Or you can also beef up your retirement savings, your Roth IRA. We had another segment on this, so I won't get too deep into it. I recommend a Roth IRA. It's awesome. You can also do a traditional IRA, which I don't typically recommend. But hey, if that's what you can do, then that's what you can do. The next thing is invest it. Invest the money. You can invest in a profitable investment vehicle, such as stocks, bonds, real estate. I just talked about a $40,000 tax refund that one of my clients got. And she put it into real estate. She used it as a down payment on a, a I believe it was a three unit. We usually like to go to four units on a residential um, loan, residential property, because that's the max you can get. So get your four unit. You can use it as a down payment. They have down payment assistance programs that can help beef up or that can help support. And always ask for a closing credit. Always, always, even in the bigger deals that we do nowadays, we still ask for a closing credit, you know, at a minimum. Right now, we're asking for about 10000 as a closing credit. Um, and Lily said, yeah, we need to talk about the IRA. Absolutely, yeah. Let's, let's set up some time, Lily. Um, so, yeah, just um, find something. Maybe a stock. Maybe your Apple stock or the S&P 500, SPY. So nothing wrong with putting the money away into the investment. Maybe you've never invested before. Maybe this is the time to start now. We got about, um, let's do about six more minutes. And then we'll wrap it up for today. For those that are joining, welcome to WGHC 98.3 FM. WGHC LP 98.3 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. And also, where change happens, essentially. Um, so with that, 
Welcome to the show Money Talks, where all we talk is money. And today we're talking about what you can do with your tax refund once you receive it in a few weeks or so. The tax season is kicking off in two weeks. The IRS has announced the start date as February 12th. The deadline has not, I repeat, has not been extended. It is still due April 15th, so please be cautious of that. You know, so um, get your taxes in on time. Just get it done. I'm telling you, it is one of the best decisions you can make in life. Get it done. For me personally, we buy buildings. I work with a lot of lenders. They need the tax returns ASAP. So one of the first things I do, as a matter of fact, before I file anybody's tax returns, I actually file my own first. A lot of accounts do the other way around. I'm like, they're waiting until October 15th to file their own taxes. I can't do that. I'm a real estate investor. If I was to do that, I would get crushed. I wouldn't be able to get the buildings that we're looking to buy. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, we're looking at a nice piece of property tomorrow on the south side of Chicago. Love the south side. Great place to invest. So with that, let's continue the topic. Um, you can also invest in your education. The best investment you can make on the planet is your education. It is to invest in yourself and it is to invest in your education, your financial education. Take that course, watch those YouTube videos, get that mentor, do something that's going to help you improve your life, especially in your financial life. Um, somebody asked a question, how much do you charge to do taxes? It depends. We start off at $150. But feel free to reach out, send an email to support at badutaxservices.com and we'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Um, you can also call us, 773-819-5675, 773-819-5675. Somebody at the office will pick up within a few seconds, and we'll be sure to you know, answer any questions, or we might tell you, hey, we'll get right back to you um, with, your, with your question. So try to invest in yourself. That book, check out Infinite Expansion, How to Infinitely Expand Your Vision of Abundance. It is the book about my purpose and about my life. Um, check it out on Amazon. It's available right now as an ebook and also a physical copy. And we're doing Infinite Expansion, How to Infinitely Expand Your Vision of Abundance webinar tomorrow night from 6 to 6.30. Feel free to check that out. Send us an email. We'll get you more details. If you're on our newsletter... Uh, we now have 4,000 people in our newsletter. We're definitely proud of that. Um, so we're, we'll be sending out um, that those details in the newsletter as well. But it's via Zoom. Everything we do nowadays is via Zoom. Right? Our firm is 100% virtual. Um, so it, it's something that we definitely take good pride in. Next thing you can do is pay off high interest debt. So credit card debt, get those things paid off. It's one of the best decisions you can make. Don't pay off interest-free loans or low-interest loans. So your SBA, PPP, don't need to pay that stuff off. It's interest-free. I mean, basically, it's tax-free money. Um, tax-free and with PPP, you get it forgiven after 8 to 24 weeks. So there's no need to do any of that. So don't try to pay off debt that has low interest rate. In real estate, one of the things we use is debt heavily. We borrow a lot of money, millions and millions of dollars in our real estate company. Um, and that's because we want to provide cash flow. It, real estate gives us the cash flow we need so that we can...
be able to live our lifestyles and also be able to provide housing to our tenants. So pay off those high interest rate credit cards, the ones that carry 20 to 30% interest. We'll leave the ones that are maybe 5%, 3%, 0%. No need to pay that stuff off. It's too low. Way too low to be paying that stuff off. Um, you can make way more than 3 to 5% in the market. I mean, if you did, if you went into the S&P 500 last year, let's see where the S&P 500 ended at the end of 2020, even in a pandemic. The S&P 500 ended, let me see here, at 3,756, which is, um, if my memory serves me correct, it was up um, just about, I think, 16%, 16% or so on the S&P 500. I mean, that's pretty big right there. Next thing you can do is you can donate the money. Nothing wrong with that. Give the good man your tithes, 10%. Tithe your 10%. Uh, most people don't do this, but you can donate all or part of the money to a charity or to your church to your nonprofit. And yes, churches are going through it. You know, with the pandemic, people aren't able to go to church. Um, the tithing is not the best. The, the, the collection, the offering, however way you want to call it, is not the best. And I've heard, I mean, I've seen it. I've heard it. I've literally heard it among churches and saying, like, I, I, I tune into some Facebook lives from from churches from time to time just to hear what they're saying and one of the things they bring up is yeah the congregation is um is suffering you know so for me personally i usually promote abundance i'm like hey, give to the good man no matter what if you get ten dollars give a dollar if you get a thousand give a hundred do your ten percent do your goodwill and when you give it's given back onto you in ten times tenfold i know i'm I can definitely say that. As a matter of fact, how I met my wife, Yvonne, is actually the first day that I tie, I gave tithes to the church. Literally, two years ago, our anniversary is actually coming up um, as far as when we met. Two years ago, I paid my first set of tithes to the church. And next thing you know, a woman pops up and I ask her out on a date. She says yes. A year later, we get married. So that's um, it's quite... You know, that, to me, that's one of the best examples of giving and shall be given on to you. And it certainly was given on to me um, with such an amazing and beautiful woman. Um, I can talk all day about that. But let's wrap it up to conclude. We got one more minute. Um, use your tax refund wisely. Always use it wisely because it's money. It's an influx of money that's coming in. You can do something with it. Remember, at the beginning of this show today, I said, what is one thing that you're going to do? What is one thing you're going to change today about your life, your financial situation, if it didn't go so well last month? We shouldn't just put our heads down and just say, oh, the world hates us and all that. Pick your head back up. Do something. Make a change. Read the book, Infinite Expansion. Uh, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Go watch a YouTube video. Do something. There's so much information out there. That, I mean, it's it's insane. I'm so shocked that it's free. I think a lot of the stuff that they're giving out, they should be charging for. Luckily, they're making money off YouTube ads and, and all that good stuff. So somebody else is actually paying for your education now. I know schools like Harvard, Yale, they're giving out free classes. I mean, take advantage of that stuff. Don't let money, don't say money is a problem. There's no way money is the problem when this stuff is free. Yeah, certain things you got to pay for. 
but when they're just handing you the knowledge, they're handing you the information, and you're not, you're still not taking advantage of it, and now you're complaining it's time. I mean, what do you have the time to do? That's my question, and I do state this very boldly in the book Infinite Expansion: How to Infinitely Expand Your Vision of Abundance, where I ask you the question: If you don't have time to learn, if you don't have the money to learn when the stuff is free, what do you have the time to do? Then? And that, that was my question to the world, basically. But nonetheless, back to the topic. Best to invest all or some of your tax refund at a minimum. You do not have to spend it. Don't splurge it. Don't spend it all. Yeah, maybe buy you something nice and then stash away the rest. One of the best ways to obtain financial freedom is to invest the money. And as you're making more money, please make sure you go ahead and save it. Remember, you should have at least three to to six months of living expenses stashed away um, for a quote-unquote rainy day, basically. Especially if you're getting started. Get into that habit. Save money. Save money, save money. Um, and then once you hit a certain point, invest the money. Once you hit three months, invest the, invest the excess. So if you spend $1,000 a month and you hit 3000 in savings, invest the rest. Whatever you get, you don't need, invest it. Put it into the stock market, put it into Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, Facebook. These are all great companies you can invest in. They went up about 40% last year, 40%. So that's, um, that's a pretty nice return on investment. Um, a few events this week. So we have our Infinite Expansion webinar tomorrow night from 6 to 6.30. Where I share the 12 steps on how to create an abundant lifestyle. Wednesday, we're doing our business credit workshop from 6 to 8 p.m. Central. And then on, we'll be streaming that live, by the way. And then on Thursday, we'll also be streaming live from 12 to 1. We'll be talking about tax season tips, getting you in the right mindset for tax season. As a matter of fact, um, Jerry and I, where we did the webinar last Thursday, we're doing another one on tax season so we actually do one more literally the day before tax season starts. I mean, we got over 200 emails the last time we did a webinar. And I know it's, it's going to go crazy. Um, but luckily, we have a team. Fear not. We do have a team. We do have systems. We, do have, we have dedicated people for our clients to make sure everybody's needs is met. And to make sure the work is getting done timely and effectively. So my time is up. I actually have a training with my team because we gotta get we gotta get us prepared for all the influx of clients that's coming in. It is storming, it is raining in our world. And with that being said, thank you all for tuning in to WGHC LP 98.3 FM, your voice and music station, and also where change matters. My name is Chef Badu, and I look forward to continuously delivering you all some content. Thank you.